Why does this saga over Kevin McCarthy matter so much? And what does it tell us about the next presidential election? Well, it's absolutely right. I mean, what we've had is two days. We've had six votes. We've had nine and a half hours of discussion about this. And they're no nearer a solution, although they say progress is being made. The House can't do anything without a speaker, even to the extent that...
talking to myself. I quite enjoy talking to myself. It's a pleasurable activity. When I was a kid, people used to say, Oh, talking to yourself, first sign of madness. Ah. We used to joke about that. But I actually enjoy talking to myself. I like speaking my thoughts out loud. Back in 1987, I went to Central School of Speech and Drama in Swiss Cottage in London for, for one year. Isn't that background noise from the builders? neighbouring property down the street. Ha. They get even louder than that sometimes. Anyway. <coughs> what was I saying before I was distracted by that? Ah. Oh yeah, I went to Central School of Speech and Drama for a year. The acting students are funny. As I would walk around the building of the Central School of Speech and Drama, I'd see acting students standing halfway up a staircase or, or in a corridor or some corner of the building, muttering their lines to themselves. You'd walk around the building, you'd, you'd see one person standing in a, a corner trying to memorise what he was going to say in, in, in his performance. He'd be saying something like, um, But my lord, I have come hence from Marlborough with news of the Duke. <laughs> and some kind of thing. And then you'd go into another room and there'd be somebody practicing their lines. They'd be saying, I don't like it. I don't like they got shooters, Governor. I don't like it when they got shooters, Governor. And, <laughs> and there'd be other people practicing some poetry or some, some lines that they were going to perform. It's funny, but I like talking to myself. I don't care if it makes me mad. <laughs> it is an enjoyable thing to do, to, to voice one's thoughts, to, to bounce your ideas off the furniture. Sometimes it's interesting to replay an argument you've had with somebody and to say the things that you think you should have said if you'd thought of it at the time. Other times, it's interesting to imagine a completely fictional scenario set sometime in the past or possibly in the future where you're having a conversation with a fictional character or, or with some famous actor or, or character from a story um, and to play out how the logic of the thing goes or to remember really silly things that people have said or done and to sort of analyse them and take them to pieces put them back together again and that noise goes on in the background <laughs> Just down the street from where I live, there's an old people's home and they always have work going on. I expect everyone who lives in there is probably deaf, so they don't hear it. 
where they're always putting up scaffolding and moving the scaffolding to a different part of the building. Yeah. Laughing, joking, singing songs, drilling, using various power tools, hammering. And so it goes on. When I first moved into this address a long time ago, I thought that it was just a temporary thing that that was going on, but I've learned over the years that it's constant. They've always got something that they have to drive power tools into and put scaffolding up for. It never seems to end. around on the guitar a little bit yeah. took me ages to get this back in tune the other day I don't know why it had gone out of tune suddenly all the strings were wrong it sounded terrible mm -hmm. I sort of got it back into a reasonably nice sort of tuning again I'd better put some shoes on and think about going out to the shops.
Savings on Victoria 9HD. Look at Renderosity. I've got a backing group today. <laughs> Don't know what song he's singing. They're on the scaffolding, they're not far outside my window. There. You can hear them loud and clear. I mean, the window's not even open. Right. Anyway, where is my shoes? Take my vegan multivitamins. Let me see kelp tablets for iodine. Iodine, 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 iodine. Those. 
down on us. For example, the rules can't be agreed for, for the House until there's a speaker, such that the, the broadcasters of Congress are normally tightly controlled in what pictures they can show, when they can have their microphones on and off. BBC News at midday. The Labour leader, Sir Keir Starmer, has said that if his party is elected, it will bring forward plans to devolve more powers to local communities as part of what he described as a take-back control bill. Hmm. He said voters during the Brexit campaign and the Scottish independence referendum had shown a desire for a huge power shift out of Westminster, covering areas such as employment support, transport, energy, climate change and childcare provision. Sakir also said Labour would repeal any anti-strike legislation brought in by Rishi Sunak, saying this wasn't the way to end industrial disputes. He called for greater government action to end the nurses' strike in England. I don't want to see these strikes. I don't think there's any nurse, certainly that I've spoken to or heard of, who wants to be on strike. On the contrary, before they went on strike, in those final days, they said to the government, just come in the room with us and talk to us and we won't go on strike. And the government refused. So I'm getting the room. I would talk to them. I'd talk to them and there's going to have to be compromise. The Conservatives said Sakir had failed to offer a single solution to address the UK's challenges. A report by The Guardian, based on a leaked copy of Prince Harry's upcoming autobiography, says he accuses his brother, the Prince of Wales, of physically attacking him. <laughs> it's said to have... Bloody royals. Who cares what they do? That's what's going on inside their borders. We don't have... Hello and welcome to The World at One, with me, Sarah Montague. Sir Keir Starmer vows to end sticking plaster politics as he sets out a vision for government. We must look forward with hope, <coughs> but for hope to flourish, Britain needs change. The Labour leader promises sweeping reform to spread power around the country with a familiar phrase. All this will be in a new take-back control bill, a centrepiece of our first King's speech. We'll analyse the speech and the strategy with Labour's Lisa Nandy. Tens of thousands attend the funeral of Pope Benedict. Also today... I don't know how staying silent is ever going to make things better. Blue blood on the carpet. Oh, dear. Not enough of that. Yeah, what else do I need? Um, yeah.
I wonder if I can leave that running. Yeah, should be able to. Interesting to record what's going on while I'm out, I suppose. Yeah. Now I've got that, that to do. I've got a bag. Oh, 
Oh, if I were a witch's hand. So the one I had like a paladin stone. I'd fly away and be a bad. Across the air, I would. If you're on a wish, come to the pile. Come as a welcome rain for me. Bacterial stuff for my hands, got reading glasses to find things on things, uh, got the keys, the flashlight, cute dokey. Hmm. Ah, ready to go. Hancock sounding interlude music. have gone for lunch now or they've gone home no they've gone home haven't they because they don't work much in the afternoon okay then so i've been out to the shops bought a few food items no they're still on the scaffolding i can hear them now they're still making the noise they haven't gone home okay strange thing happened at the checkout so I was scanning the items through the auto checkout. One of the items didn't scan and, and a sign came up on the screen saying help is coming. 
Uh, so I had to wait until an assistant came to unblock it so that the item that hadn't scanned properly could be scanned. But then she tried to go on scanning all of my other items and I had to stop her and say, excuse me, no, stop, stop. I said, no, stop. Why are you doing that? Why, why are you scanning all of my items? And she said, oh, I just thought it'd be easier to do it all as one section, she said. And I said, yeah, well, don't. <laughs> it's the sort of thing you have to put up with when you're old, is, is they think they have to do things for you. The rest of the time they ignore you or insult you in various ways. And then they switch around to the other extreme and think they have to do simple little things for you, like scan all your items for you, dear. Bloody ageism. I've always said ageism is equally as bad as racism, sexism, homophobia and xenophobia. They're all various bigotries. They're all based on stereotyping an individual person and attributing characteristics in a more generic way instead of treating people as individuals. Individuality is one of the most important things in life. Along with compassion and never trusting anyone. Those might be the three most important things in life. Individuality, compassion and never trusting anybody. You've got to have those three things. Never trust anyone, ever, under any circumstances. I've got my glasses now. got a little bit too passionate saying that. Talking with my hands. I tend to wave my hands about while I'm talking. <laughs> and I've got mild dyspraxia, so I sometimes uh, bump into things, or in this particular instance, knock an object out of one hand by waving the other hand around, gesticulating. Yeah, <coughs> yeah they, they may well be three or at least three of the most important things in the world. Compassion, individuality and never trust anyone under any circumstances. So you can manage those three things. Individuality because it gives your life meaning and it makes you not a drone. Compassion, because to get along and have a happy life, you have to be kind to yourself and kind to other people and kind to animals. So general compassion is important. And of course, never trust anyone, because you know, it's something that you learn as you go through life. How many times do people let you down? You should never, ever trust anyone at all. Not even yourself. You let yourself down often as well. Still... I brought all the food back from the supermarket. Uh, don't usually talk to myself quite as much as I'm doing at the moment, but I, I'm doing it more than usual because um, I've got the recording device going. There's the builders outside still and the scaffolding. <coughs> now, in a minute, I'll go and make a cup of tea after I put the food away. <sighs> Gets me worked up a bit. Mm.
continual insults from store staff and, and random strangers. <sighs> I'm 69 years old. If I'm still alive in August, <laughs> just the way you've got to think when you get to my age, you have to think in terms of, of impending fatality, even if it might not be this year or next year, it might be further in the future than that. You still have to think in terms of, if I'm still alive in August, I'll be 70. Will I live another five years? Will I live another five minutes? I don't know. I feel relatively healthy at the moment, considering things. Ah, so, um, um, yeah, let's go and put the food away and make a cuppa. Cuppa, 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 So I've got the kettle on now. 